Hey, Vicky. What are you listening to? I'm listening to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. Those guys are great. They sure are. Welcome to this episode of Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. We're proud to announce that we are now working with Figaro's Whiskers VIP. They are a designer of Disney ears and Disney bows. So please go to Facebook and look at Figaro's Whiskers VIP. These are quality products designed with a Disney flair. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. And I'm back from Florida, exhausted and tired and a little under the weather. But I'm really pleased to have Lucy with me to talk about my stay in Orlando. Hello, Kevin. Long time no see. It no has been a, Yeah, it has been a little while, my dear. It has been a little while, but it's so and nice to hear And you've flown across the world and back again, and I wanted to hear all about it. Well, I will bore you senseless with it. Don't you worry about that. You won't be able oh, to stop I, me. I cannot wait. I, I crave the Disney information. Don't you worry. We, we travelled out on the 22nd of January, so we were still under COVID restrictions. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we had to test to get into the US. This was the misleading thing. They had all this information coming out about testing. The UK were dropping testing. You don't have to test. But if your destination requires you to test, then you mm. have to test before you leave the ground in the UK. So mm. we had to take a COVID test. Now, it was only a lateral flow, so it wasn't as expensive as a PCR. But we mm. put those in at Heathrow. And we actually found a site about a mile from Heathrow that was quite cheap, just over £30 each. By the time we'd been in there, got tested, I got back in the car to go and park it at the hotel at the airport. We hadn't got to the airport and my phone was pinging. And when I got out the car and looked at it, it was four emails, all clear. So we knew we were going. So it had to be a supervised lateral flow, did it? A supervised lateral flow. Now you yeah. can do them like we're doing this Zoom, the Zoom meeting mm. over the internet. But I've got an autistic son and me sticking something up his nose at the best of times mm. is difficult. Someone else is doing that. They're, they look to all intents and purposes like a medical person, a nurse type of thing he reacts much better to them yeah. than, he, than he would do me trying to sit him in front of a computer and do it. Mm. So we, we opted for that option. It was about £5 dearer, not an awful lot of money. And, you know, mm. it got us there. It got us on the plane. That wasn't the end of it because it all changed in the air on the way home. Oh, no. Right? So because, what happened coming back then? Well, because obviously at the time of flying out, you had to have a lateral flow by day two of return. Yeah. So I booked the lateral flow at the same place. We were going to go after we landed, go take the lateral flow and then come home. They scrapped that at 4 a.m. on the morning when we landed at 6.30. So no! we didn't need that lateral flow. But you'd, you'd already paid for the package. We'd paid for it and it was non-refundable. But, you well, know, that's look at just it the way this it is. way. It's better to have paid for it and not needed it than needed it and not have it, isn't it? At the end oh, yeah. Of the day. At the end of the day... I think at the moment, if you commit to those sort of things, you've got to be happy that you're not going to get that money back. And that is just one of those things. And if you think of it as a company, if they're refunding everybody, 
when when the, when the changes are like that it must be very difficult for a company to do that oh absolutely you know financially how did you find how did you find the paperwork at the airport showing your evidence and okay well i'd like to keep thing? i'd like to keep this under an under three hour podcast but yeah i will go for it because <laughs> that's about as long as it took me to to try and load everything onto the oh i flew I with virgin know. they have their own app so you go into their app and you've got a load Proof of vaccination. Mm. Okay. Proof of a negative test. And you have to fill out an attestation form. It was easier to fill out than it was to say. No problem. The lateral flows, because they sent them to me and they were in, they were already in PDF. PDF, that's it. PDF yes. files. I just literally attached those and they were fine. But mm. the issue became with the NHS attaching those to it and i thought i'd got it done i got to know and i went oh it took me two hours to do this and he went no mate they haven't worked went, oh no we're oh, good no. enough oh don't worry nobody's at work and we just showed him it on a pe- literally a, a yeah. copy piece of paper and he went yeah okay and then just put a little sticker on our on our passport yeah and that was it once you got a little sticker on your passport you were you were golden and it was just... I know when we went to Disneyland Paris for the amount of work it took to get there, it's such an anticlimax when someone just glances at it and nods their head. It's like, this is like four days' work. <laughs> Please check, check my spellings, you know, and they just go, eh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, like, we actually breezed through. We didn't have any issues going through or waiting, but a lot of people were trying to do that assertion or whatever they call it, at the airport, mm. in line, and he literally said, have you done this? What, what have you done? Like I said, well, I've got everything done. I just couldn't. I said, I thought I'd got it all attached. You went, no, you haven't. Have you got your COVID passports with you? And I said, yeah. And Deborah got them out mm. in paperwork. He went, bump, bump, bump. We were through putting our stuff on on the on the uh, scales in a way. Had we mm. not done that, I think we would have been stood there. And you've got to fill out that form. And it's not too bad for us. We were all four, all four classes adults. So we were all four got the same three times vaccinated and it's only your second vaccination they need to see mm. so your second vaccination we all had all three all four of us had three vaccinations so we had all of that no problem mm. so the issue was if like with yourself you've got children that are not vaccinated that's a different form and you have to yep. answer the questions differently don't you mm. so we were li- literally once i'd done one form it was copy and paste basically Mm. I could just fill it in exactly the same because there was no difference. As long as I got the date of births right, after that, everything was the same. Mm. It was the names, date of births, passport, passport numbers, and, and everything else is exactly the same. Whereas with you, you've got children under the age of vaccination. Or, mm. I don't know how, where, what, how young they're going now, but certainly at the time they're under vaccination age, you'd have to answer them yeah. differently than you've got to prove and all that type of thing. So yeah, it wasn't too difficult for us. So I had all that field and there were people there with little children and stuff and I was thinking ah you know that's it's quite difficult but yeah so that side of things was great we got is it masks on the plane still yes right we got on the plane and they they changed I picked seats right at the very back of the plane just so as we were out of the way and there was less traffic up and down us and we were in the middle and I said and I said to the um uh, I said oh I didn't book these seats she said, no, we've had a plane change. So, oh, no. So I saw, right, okay, fair enough. So they, we still got two lots of two, and we were by a bulkhead, but we were right by the toilet. Mm. 
So my right. it was it was the opposite of what I wanted. I wanted it out of the way so we didn't did have you, too much. Did you pay for the uh, yeah. seat choice? Yeah, and that's of, not on, is it? No. Now I said to her about it. She said, "By the seat price you paid, it's the same seat price as I said." Yeah, but I paid. I wanted to have the very last two, and she actually went and saw if they were empty. And obviously, somebody else had put those as well. Quite how you can do that when you have a plane change, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that's that was the situation. They took really good care of us. Virgin were great on the way out. It was ten hours and ten minute flight though. It was oh, a long you. flight, and I, I don't know if it's. Where I'm blaming Virgin for this, the entertainment, the the films. I'd seen everything on there. Oh really? There was nothing any anything like new. Um, that is that longer than scheduled because it's usually about nine hours twenty, isn't it? Yeah, they're flying A three thirties now, aren't they? Twin engines. Oh, oh right, okay. So it's a slower flight out, and a, a, bizarrely enough, it's a slower flight out. The jet stream they're having an issue with. So they're flying against the jet stream and it's more powerful than it has been in the past for some reason. I was talking to one of the aerostats and she said, yeah, we're at, the jet stream's been really strong the last since we've come back from COVID. And, and she said, of course, it's A330s rather. A330s mm. or A300s they're flying at the moment. Mm. And because there there are only twin engine planes, not like the 747 with the four Rolls-Royce engines, it is obviously a, a longer lead time. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so once you so you're landing, I presume you went to uh, MCA International. Yeah. And now, here's a question I'm very interested in: the transfers have changed. I presume you've always got Magical Express before. Yeah. So what we, did you go with this time? Right now, before we had Magical Express, when we were before we were sailing site, we would always have a town car. That company I couldn't find. Now I, a company that sponsor another podcast I listened to had a code so I, I contacted them I'm not going to name because I'm not rebooking with them again let's put it that way okay because my wife is a little bit COVID adverse we'd actually driven up to the airport myself rather than yeah. take a we usually take a taxi up to up to the airport uh, saving me not so much the going up but the coming back after the night flight and stuff like that it's really tiring and I can't drive after all that time so I usually we used to take a taxi and I don't sleep on a plane very well. But this time, so as we were minimising the amount of time we were mixing with people in small areas, I took the car up. Now that meant I either hired a car in America, which my wife really doesn't want me to do, mm. doesn't like me driving, so, or we hire some form of vehicle over there, a private hire vehicle. So what we did was we, we got a minibus, believe it or not. We had about an eight or a ten-seater vehicle to take us from the airport to our first hotel which was universal now the idea of this was that we had six suitcases on the way out plus four rucksacks and a handbag and and all sorts of whether that would have fitted in a town car or not we don't know and also it meant i didn't have to ride up front with a driver Hmm. that was the idea so it was quite expensive way of doing it a lot more expensive Hmm. than than the new transfers although we could have done a town car you can do for cheaper than four people going transfers mm. because when you start having three or four people transferring it bumps that price up to the same yeah. as certainly it would be cheaper to uber if oh yeah it wasn't at a very peak time mm. so you've got to really look at it i wanted to do it purely because i wanted to go door to door we had a we had a grocery stop on the way which worked great 
the guy when I got there, he wasn't waiting for us as, as it said at the bag pickup point. So I couldn't understand that. Went to get my phone out and my phone. Although I'm on three and I should have service in America, and we had an American SIM, but it didn't load to the following day. I couldn't phone them to mm. contact them. So what I had to do was I messaged through Messenger on Facebook, funnily enough, my, my friend in America and said to her, look, can you help me out? I'm in a hole. Can you phone this company? So she said, no problem. She phoned him. And then within about 10 or 15 minutes, he turned up. Not a problem. Took us to Publix on the way. We did a public shop. So we got water and some cookies, stuff for breakfast, all that sort of stuff, because we, we were staying in a two-bedroom at uh, Surfside in Suites. So we had somewhere, we had a microwave and stuff like that, so we can make a bit of breakfast. We did that public stop, got to the thing, unloaded. He said, right, okay. I said, right, how do I pay? He said, well, have you got your card? And he swiped it on a little thing that he attached to the bottom of an old iPhone. And it was an old iPhone. It was about an iPhone 6 or 7. It was a very old one. Mm. And a little tiny thing out together with, with tape because it had broken. <laughs> and I looked at it. And then we swiped it and kept on swiping it and kept on swiping. In the end, it went through. I thought, okay, fair enough. Didn't think no more of it. Went into the hotel, got settled in. The phone rang. And a not very happy person was on the phone saying I hadn't paid for this pickup. And I said, well, I authorised it, mate. It, it went through authorised. No, no, you've not paid. Give me another card. And I said to him, look, let me just check. And I checked. And sure enough, it had been denied. And it had locked my card. Oh, no. Right. It locked my card. Now, it was a payment system called Square. I haven't right. heard of them, right? So I've since found out that, that they get flagged up on a lot of credit cards and stuff like that as being a, a fraudulent transaction. Mm. So I said to him, look, mate, you've locked my card. So you're going to have to give me some time to unlock that card. He said, well, just give me another card. And I said, well, <laughs> I said to him, I actually said to him, I have got another card but you're only going to lock that one and I'm not about to do it. Invoice me or PayPal me a request and I'll send you the money. It's not an issue. You've mm. done the service. I'll do it. And he was getting very irate. And I said to him, look, mate, I'm not giving you another... He said, give me your English credit card number. I said, you, you, you must be kidding, my friend. I'm not doing that because I'll get charged, obviously, yeah. for, the, for the conversion fee and for a fee for using it abroad. So he was saying, oh... You, you people, you think you can just come over here and take advantage of us? I said, I'm not taking advantage of you. Your system has blocked my card. Now I cannot spend any money in the US. You've mm. put me... I'm in, I'm in just as difficult a position as you are. You're so, in a worse position. Yeah. I can't imagine being abroad and you, your main payment card right. getting blocked. And then you have to waste all that time of your it holiday. It was two hours to get an it. answer on chat. That's right? a nightmare. Now... now what I would say is this, and I recommend Revolut were brilliant, right? They said flagged up as a fraudulent transaction and they sorted it. Not a problem. But I've got three cards on that Revolut account. And mm. that, I think, is a key thing to do. People that go with preloaded cards or even just Revolut or one of these other papers with one card, you're putting all your eggs in one basket. Mm. You really are putting all your eggs in one basket. I had my normal credit card as a, as a real one-off if I really had to I had my three Revolut cards and obviously I had some cash I could have paid the man in cash mm. you know mm. but I was try obviously you try not to use all your cash on the on the very first journey of the island of the vacation so you mm. know so I didn't do that but in the end he sent me an invoice I went on 
and they unlocked that card and I paid for it using that card. So there wasn't mm. a problem with a card and there wasn't a problem paying him. Problem was with the system that he uses, which is Square. Mm. On jumping forward to the very last day, I got a message from the driver. He said, I'll be there at two, two o'clock. It was a due at 2.15 pickup. Five to two, he rocks up there. I still are you? So he was on time prompt. And I said to him, I say, that was a bit of a nightmare, wasn't it? Oh, it happens all the time, mate. It's always happening. And yet they're going to push you for credit card numbers and so that's not good. That's, that's I mean, I didn't want to pay two, you know, $250, whatever it was in advance. But if it had been paid this end, then we wouldn't have had that issue. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. at one stage you were sort of saying to me, oh, you know, I won't pick you back up. And I said, well, if you want to do that, fella, then fine. Yeah. I'll find another way back to the airport because my wife was sweating on whether he was going to pick us up. But this is well, the that's... guy that's, this is the boss guy, not the driver. The driver was fantastic. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. But he just said to me, well, yes, yeah, it happens all the time. And I said, well, that, you know, <laughs> so I'm not going to share a name. cautionary tale to the listeners then. If you're booking transfers, make sure they're booked and paid for in advance or that the, the payment you, system has, has been agreed on. Yeah. If you're booking one of these transfers as well, that have replaced Magical Express, just make sure you keep the confirmation that you've paid. Because mm. I, I've got friends at the travel agent and they're saying that the drivers are asking for payment mm. at, the, at the point of being picked up from your hotel back to the airport. So you need mm. to have proof of payment both ways. Mm. Mm. And I'll be honest with you, they are Magical Express buses with just the stickers taken off. That's all they are. Yeah, of course. You can yeah. still see that some of them were the cruise line, the cruise line buses, and some of them were, were the old Magical Express buses. You can still see where the transfers were on the buses. It's, do you know, we've booked the Sunshine Flyer, the one that's not like a train, and I am dead excited about it. So it's all going to be fine. Anyway, let's move on. So you have mentioned that you spent four nights at Universal. Now, just before we came on air, you said that was to conserve points. So just as a DVC podcast, just tell us how you did the maths on that. Right. This is interesting because I got a combination of paid hotel rooms, rented DVC points, and my own DVC points. Right. Now, my boys wanted to do Universal anyway, so staying at Universal seemed like a no-brainer. Then I looked at the price of Surfside and it seemed like an even more of a no-brainer. Back in 2019, so we're going back away. So so when Dave, if David bears to listen to this podcast and says, Kev, why didn't you book with me? The reason is, David, I didn't know you in 2019. I booked, I booked with mm. my travel agent, my US a US friend of mine, and she booked and said to me, I was booking three nights at, and they weren't even finished. I don't even think it was open at the time for, mm. for 2020, for February 2020. No, February 2021, I was booking for in 2019. And she said, well, when it comes available, I'll book it for you. She booked it for me for three nights. Great. Then, of course, what happened was the great unpleasantness started and it carried on and carried on and we couldn't go. Yeah. So when it came around to booking this one, we looked at the price and she came back to me. She said, Kevin, do you want to pay $50 extra and stay for four nights? And I said, well, actual fact, looking at uh, not, uh, not having enough points at the time to stay 
in it. I was going to say in a studio at Saratoga and then move to a one bedroom for the last few nights. Or I could stretch it out if we did it that way. So what we did was we stayed four nights because the price for two and three nights is higher than the price for four because they dropped the price on each night down by 20, 30, $40. It's a bulk buy, isn't it? It's a bulk it, it, Yeah, what they're, try, what they're trying to do is get you to stay at Universal longer, which they did. Yeah. We stayed yeah. there four days, right? Yeah. We did Universal a day more than we would have done. So they actually gained from us. We and make, you buy more food, you buy more merch. You, yeah, exactly. yeah, they just want you on site, don't they? They just want mm-hmm. you on site. Now, I know some people don't consider Surfside being on site because you're getting on a bus. But all I would say to our DVC members, most of the DVC resorts are... Yeah. A, a bus ride from the park as well and there's the, the bus ride from surfside to universal is is as, as short as you can get a bus ride i think other than if you're on a monorail obviously but yeah so we did that I, absolutely we love universal but it does the trouble with it is is you've got to buy another set of tickets and that makes it yeah. a much much more expensive holiday mm. but me and my wife I, I thought we were a little shorter on points than we are and our our next holiday, I was thinking of just doing the same to stretch the points out. Because now you've saved yourself four nights and two of those nights were Friday and Saturday. Mm. Which are the dearest nights to stay at Disney. Mm. Or in a DVC resort. So we'd already eliminated one Friday and Saturday out of our points allocation. So that saved us a lot of points. Chatting to a, uh, in, a, in a group a while ago about, you know, I haven't quite got enough points. I'm trying to work out I'm going to stretch these points. And a friend of mine, I said, I'm also I'm because I want to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge because my for my son, but it means I'd have to have a studio. And mm. what's the hardest thing to get at, at Animal Kingdom Lodge? A studio with Savannah View. And a friend of mine mm. went, "I rented the points. I own it. I own it. Animal Kingdom Lodge." So she rented me points for three nights, which then, because I didn't use need to use my points for Animal Kingdom Lodge, meant that I could add those points to the other points I got left, and that gave me just enough points with a borrowing remembering we're in this situation we can only borrow 50% of our point I could Mm. just borrow enough to stay in a one bedroom for 12 nights so that meant I didn't have to change rooms at Saratoga so So you're in a one bedroom at Saratoga so let me so you've got four nights at um, Universal you've got three nights in a studio at Animal Kingdom Lodge and then you've got 12 nights one bedroom Saratoga is that correct? that is exactly what we did yeah fab what order was it? Was it Animal Kingdom first or Saratoga? Animal Kingdom first. Right. So we, and I'll tell you what, that two bedroom at at Surfside, we had a pool view, but we kept it was horrible really because we looked at the pool and it was too cold to go in it. Oh no! I kn- when was we this? Looked- so it's twenty second of January. Yeah. It they have too- had a cold January. It was really cold. We got over that, and I'm telling you now, it was one degree warmer in Florida than it was in London when we left. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the disappointment? The, can you imagine walking out with your suitcases and being cold? I mean, that is not on, is yeah. it? I got, we got there, and I went up to reception and said, "I've got a complaint." Oh my! Oh, oh dear! What's wrong? I said, "What's going on with the weather?" And she, mm. she laughed, and I said, "Someone needs to turn that thermostat up, love. I yeah. can't be doing with this." I've only packed bikinis. <laughs> I had one pair of jeans. I had one pair of jeans, and those jeans, luckily, were in a one bedroom because they needed washing by the time we got to that one bedroom. I suppose you're just going to have to buy a lot of spirit jerseys and layer up. 
Well, yeah, we, I, I did buy one spirit jersey, but not for myself. But yeah, there ah. you go. But yeah, it that was uh, the way we worked it because obviously the points worked out the way it did. And thanks to Wendy, she rented me the points for Animal Kingdom Lodge. Only thing I will say is I, I slept one night on that pull-out couch. That is, I wouldn't sleep on that again. I'm sorry. No. I then suspect that good. they're all going to go the way of the Murphy beds eventually. Oh. They're just every new resort they're doing is turning into a Murphy bed, bed isn't it? So, it's a prop. It's a proper yeah. mattress, a mm. proper bed setup. We have actually got a, a sofa bed of a similar system in our house, which is doesn't have one of those metal frames, and mm. that's that that they're getting old now, and they're you know towards the end of their life. But even those are more comfortable than that thing that we um we we slept mm. on at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I did say to the receptionist. Oh, we could have sport you up another mattress, or we could put a mattress top. If they're that bad, you should be providing that without being asked. Yeah, you know what I mean. But if we go back and we want to go to a studio, and it's just me and Deborah, fine, because I prefer mm. it because it gives you more room. Mm. Now, the one bedroom, crazy. <laughs> I've got a nineteen-year-old autistic son who's six foot two, so he's not mm. not a small lad. So he had. I said to him, well, you've got the sofa bed, the Murphy bed. And my little son, who, who is older, but very, very small, said, if, if needs be, he'll sleep on the, the drop down. Because in those one bedrooms, I mean, if I'll post the photos, but they are stunning, those ones at Saratoga Springs. Mm. Absolutely stunning, those rooms. We were on the ground floor. Sorry, the first floor, as the Americans call it. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, don't, I know, Lucy, I know. I know, but they, they don't understand. They we won't go into the logic of that, yeah. <laughs> We were on the first floor then, right next to the pool on the paddocks. Now, that doesn't seem like a, a perfect location, but my son, or both my sons, quite like chicken strips and fries, or chicken strips <laughs> and chips, right? Not crisps, chips. Mm. <laughs> and the paddocks, the food court of the paddocks don't do chips or fries. <gasps> they do crisps. No. They do. Unless they've got their... Like, on our last day, we went down there and we, we, we all, I ordered them. I went, they're crisps. Oh, sorry. No, we don't do fries here. Oh. Artist Palette does not have a fryer. Can you believe that? Unbelievable. Yeah, so the what, pool I'm bar just, does. I'm just getting my map up. What building were you in then? So you're in the paddocks. Were you we're by the, the paddocks. next to the bridge? Yeah. So we're 550, 550, 25. We were on the ground floor. The very first room you come to if you walk into that block. And it had that beautiful stone archway mm. over the, well, not balcony, over the patio. Absolutely stunning it was. Really mm. nice. Beautiful room. Seems to have Did too you... many, a lot of doors, a lot of doors. But apart from that, it's a strange setup with the bathrooms. Because you've got a bathroom en suite to the master bedroom with no door mm. between the bath and the sink, but no toilet. Then a door into the shower and another door into the toilet. And then a door into the main room. And it's sort of like in, so there's like one, two, three doors off your bedroom. Mm. It's very, very weird. Very I think bizarre. I've seen that. It's got that like little wardrobe bit between the two. Yeah. It's a strange little setup. Bedroom. And then there's a big cupboard at the back of, the bathroom in them off the main bedroom the the king size bedroom and that's huge i mean they could put a toilet in there no problem at all 
and you could have yeah. two toilets. But you've only got one toilet. If someone's in using the shower and lock the two doors into that bathroom, you can't get in to use the toilet, mm. which we found really bizarre. That is strange. And the bath in, because originally, did you ever, did you ever stay in them when they had those little hatches that opened and you could look into the main bedroom? I'm a new member. I'm still waiting for my my welcome home, Kevin. Not, I've I've been even... in moderates. I'm I'm making my way up. Well, they used... I know all about the Caribbean Beach. If you want to talk about that, go on. Tell me about the old ones. Well, if you stayed in it before, you would you could sit in the jacuzzi tub and open yes. the shutters and look yes. into the bedroom. Right? I've seen <laughs> Which that. Is That's really... so weird. That's so <laughs> weird. They do that in Boardwalk as well, don't they? Yeah, well, they, they all did it. They all had it. And, um, um, Old Key West everywhere had it. And they, what they're doing now, they're just stud wall in that, and, and that's a solid wall. And they're not putting jacuzzi tubs in. But it, no. I said, this is really funny, I said to the um, to some friends of mine, I said, oh, I need a lifeguard on our bath because the bath's about two and a half, three foot deep. Mm. It's, it's really deep. And you're sat in it, and poor Deborah, my wife, it's sort of like yeah. up, to her, up to her chin. And she can't get out. Lovely. I mean, a nice deep bath, but like, they're, and they're all just, there's no handles or anything around the baths. So if you slip, mate, you'd be in there and you wouldn't, you wouldn't get back out. So I suppose she'd have a lifeguard on, really. <laughs> I've just got up a, um, a floor plan so I can see what you're talking about with these doors. Oh, I see. So you're right. So the room that's off your bedroom just goes straight into a sink and bathroom then. Sink and bath, and the yeah. toilet's in a totally different room. Yeah, it's a really weird. Mm. weird but the, the shower, the shower rooms between that toilet and mm. is between the toilets. So you got if someone's in the shower and they've decided to lock, like my son does, all the doors. So you mm. press the little buttons and shut all the doors, so you can't get through there. Then you're you you cannot use the toilet. Which that's mental. Which which I think, to be quite and utterly honest. You should be able to use a tool, use the toilet when someone else is in the shower. Of course, you should. If, yeah. If you're if you're paying that sort of money for a room, when you consider. Um, so, was there enough storage? Loads, yeah. Now, um, I I'm having this little thing with people. When you pack, do you unpack your clothes and put them in the drawers, or do you leave everything in your suitcase and just go through your suitcase? Well. I I completely Use. unpack. We go drawers, hangers in the wardrobe, everything. But my husband um, leaves everything in his suitcase. So we tend to have got one the... suitcase under the bed that my husband's pulling stuff out of, like cat in the hat, you know. And then I've got everything nice and neatly lined up in the wardrobe. What I always push for, we, we always use packing cubes. Now, mm. we've got a three centre stay hold here. So I packed everything for Universal in one suitcase. So everybody, yeah. right? All four of us had a packing cube in that one case with clothes for that one stay. We were all yeah. wearing long trousers to go. So basically we stayed in those one pair of trousers for the four days because mm. you weren't going to wear shorts. Mm. So we take those packing cubes out, just as they are, not undone or anything, out of the suitcase, put the suitcase away and then unzip the the cubes and just put the cubes in drawers mm. yeah because people mm -hmm. just get a bit freaked out about their clothes touching the empty drawers and stuff like that well if you've got mm. a packing cube mm -hmm. you've got a barrier between your clothes and the drawers 
Mm. So that's how I do it. And it's quick. <clears throat> and it's, when it when it comes to packing away later on later on the holiday, zip them up, bump straight in the suitcase. Mm. Okay. We have another packing cube that's just that's just for dirty washing. And then yeah. when we got then when we finally got the Saratoga Springs, Deborah eagerly opened every single packing cube that had been used, straight in the washing machine, and away she went. And then she was like, she was in heaven then. Once yeah. she'd got a washing machine again. Because uh, yeah. our washing machine is constantly on at this at this house, and it was constantly on at Saratoga. She washed all the. I mean, they came in to do the towels, um, but she'd washed them all. They're all washed. We she takes her own, you know, tablets, uh, wash tablets from here, even though they provide a, a bottle. But she takes her own as well. Once you've got a washing machine, you can just keep on because you can just put a load in, can't you? Go out and come back move it into the tumble dryer switch tumble dryer on we're doing something similar with the packing cubes and the zoning the suitcases because we've got a, a far venue books book sorry split Whoa. stay booked Whoa. so yeah well it's we got a cruise cancelled so we'd well no we're talking about you i'll make it quick <laughs> when they change the vaccination requirements for the cruises um under 12s have to be vaccinated and my daughter's seven and the uk government hadn't authorized it at the time so we had to cancel the cruise which we didn't want to do but by that point there was no availability so i could only really get two days at one place and two days at another and we'd already booked a split stay so we ended up with four hotels but like you say i'm packing for bay lake tower i'm packing for saratoga springs i'm packing for the polynesian and when it comes to it it'll just be in different areas rather than right. unpacking and repacking everything is a nightmare what you do in the morning when you're going to go early as you can get onto bow services phone them up say bring pick our bags up do it early and just keep your bag for the day because mm. the earlier you do it and you're not hanging around for bowel services, they can take them bags at seven o'clock in the morning. You don't have to leave the room to 11. Mm. But if you can get them to take that bag before you go off to the park, forget about it then because then yeah. they'll transfer it to your next resort. You'll get to your next resort, phone up bowel services again, they bring it to your room. It'll cost you $10. You know, yeah. a dollar for a bag is basically what they say. I and mean, is that's in tips it'll cost you ten dollars yeah, in yeah. tips it doesn't $10. actually cost no, there's no, you no, stand, no charge really but you, yeah. you, you yeah. tip them yeah yeah it's yeah. expected a tip of oh, oh no I, was, I absolutely would yeah i, I mean the amount we had with with food and everything else well, i was giving them ten dollars each time and it, to me it was worth a ten dollars then oh, we went yeah. off we went off to the parks did what we wanted to do came went to the separate resort so basically although it sounds like a lot you go out to animal kingdom lodge from from animal kingdom lodge to animal kingdom and you get on the bus back to Saratoga Springs. Mm -hmm. You just got on a different bus and mm. off at a different destination. The only extra effort is phone up in the morning and get them to pick your bag up and then phone mm. them up when you get to your resort and ask them to bring the bags up. And I've never mm. had an issue. I've done it several times. It's worked like a dream. Yeah, you're going to have to give the guy a few dollars for, for doing it. But you're putting back into the system as well because those people are, are very lowly paid anyway. So you're giving, mm. them, you're giving back, if you know what I'm saying. So yeah, don't be afraid to do that. Don't, but also get it done early. Get it done early. Get done when early. you stayed at Saratoga Springs then, did you walk to Disney Springs much? Didn't go anywhere else. <laughs> A good tip with Saratoga Springs to the buses and Saratoga Springs bus is packed. Mm. Go and get on a, on, a, on a Disney Springs bus. Because right. you can get later on in the evenings, they do run buses to, to, to Disney Springs. So just get on a Disney Springs one because the Disney Springs bus mm. and get onto another Disney Spring 
this Saratoga Springs bus Springs and go back bus. that way. But okay. to be honest with you, all we used to do is off at Dixie Springs, have a little walk through Disney Springs, hop on the boat, or walk back to your resort. How long is the walk then if you're staying at the paddock as opposed to, um, because a lot of people will spend their points getting preferred preferred rooms so it can be closer to Saratoga, sorry, no. to Disney Springs. This is confusing. I know, we're getting all tongue-tied here. Right. I know. Is it worth spending yeah, your points in your opinion? I would say for an American, for an American going for three nights, probably. Right. If we go for a, a lot of nights, it's it's a lot of points to spend. Is Yeah. So, for instance, this time I stayed in Saratoga Springs and over an event called G3. Now, one of the other people that were going to G3 stayed in Congress Park, which is the closest one to Disney Disney Springs. And mm-hmm. they stayed in a very, very last building, in almost a very, very last room. So they fell out of their room and they had about a two-minute walk to Disney Springs. Yeah. I would say 15 minutes, perhaps, if that, from Disney Springs to paddocks but the other thing is from paddocks where we were it's literally less than a stone's throw to the bus stop less than a stone's throw to the pool the pool that does food and it does a a better selection of food than you you'd expect from a pool bar a really good Mm. selection you've got a drink station there so if you buy the refillable mugs you can use them there you can get your coffee in the morning there we didn't really to the main resort at all once we'd been there a few days hmm. other than when we did i did go down to old key west so we had to go in i went into into saratoga springs to the main place where the golf course is that's where the boat goes that took me to disney springs i then got off that boat got on old key west boat came back past saratoga springs hmm. and went to old hmm. key west there's nowhere getting from old key from saratoga to old key west other than hmm. that or bus yeah. or bus yeah. into disney springs so apart from the, um, one of the downsides of Old Key West and Saratoga Springs compared to almost all the other DVC resorts is it's not close to a park. So other than mm-hmm. the transport you've on about with Disney Springs, how did you find getting to and from the Trans- parks from there? The transport from, Di- from Saratoga Springs is far better than the transport from Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, really? If you're going from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom, which mm-hmm. this was the way we did it. Now we went for 18 days. We spent 15 nights in Disney, right? But we had a 14 day park ticket. Mm-hmm. So that first day we were at Disney, we couldn't go in a park. Because if we went in the park the first day, we couldn't go in a park the last day. So they were, we basically went to Animal Kingdom Lodge and we stayed around Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I mean, because there's plenty to do. <laughs> plenty oh, yeah. to, plenty it's to keep you busy. In it's got a freaking yeah. savannah. <laughs> yeah. We we did a morning at Universal and then we, we, we got a taxi over, a Mears taxi, and then we did all afternoon and then I had a friend come around in the evening and we sat in the bar till half past 11, 12 o'clock at night chatting. So yeah, it, it really is a great location for Animal Kingdom, but it's a, it's a heck of a way from anywhere else, a lot further mm. away. Now, if you look on Google Maps, Saratoga Springs, and Old Key West are pretty central to all the other parks, right? Mm-hmm. You, like, you, if you're at Boardwalk, you're not that close to Magic Kingdom. No. You, or you can fall out of bed and get to Epcot and you've got, or Hollywood Studios, but you're not that close to Magic Kingdom. 
but you're mm. more central at Saratoga Springs than you are at Boardwalk because Boardwalk is close to two of the parks, but far away from the other two. So mm. if you if you, you look on touring plans, and touring plans do a thing where they, they, they'll actually give you the amount of minutes the buses take on average to each park. And Saratoga Springs, Old Key West, uh, Port Orleans, Port Orleans French Quarter, or are about the same distance in time to every every park. Mm. So you all if you go and stay at Boardwalk, you're, you're yeah, you're right close to those two. So what you want to do is stay at Boardwalk and do Epcot and Hollywood Studios, then move to Bay Lake Tower and do Magic Kingdom, then move to Animal Kingdom Lodge and do Animal Kingdom if you want to be close to the particular the closest you can be. And that would be the closest you could be to all those all those parks. If you want a central location, we have for 12 days, Saratoga Springs. There are a lot of bus stops at Saratoga Springs, aren't there? And you were at the paddock, so I presume that you 95% of the time got the bus to and from the paddock. Well, you just fell out of bed and got the the bus straight from there. Did you find that that was quite arduous? Because I know that when we've stayed at moderate resorts, there's often a lot of bus stops. And you think you're home, but then you have to go past seven more bus stops. Well, my, my son done this. He used to get on the bus at Paddocks, fine, good. but we would come with us into the parks. And when he went home, he'd go home on his own or he'd go home with his brother. He'd get off the very first stop, which is, I can't think which, which one that is, but he'd get off the first one and just walk. Mm. Because, <laughs> like he said, I don't want to sit on the bus any longer and go all the yeah. way around. So he used to get off and walk. Yeah. Because you can walk across it. The trouble with the bus is it goes all in, turns around, comes back out, then goes along round into the next one and so on and so on so he would just get out and walk he knew that he knows the resort well enough to be able to get round there with his eyes closed so he used mm-hmm. to say no dad i'll just let's get off here and i was going what is that now stop then yeah but we can walk and sure enough he'd get off and walk and we'd be there before the bus got there yeah yeah because we'd got there once i went in got the, the refillable cups came out and the coach we we'd, we'd come in on was coming into the bus stop mm-hmm so if you know if you plan your route to walk, you could probably walk, get off at the first bus stop, and walk across it quicker than it goes round. So that is the a downside to it. Mm. But then at, at Old Key West, I used the bus to get from the front of the the resort to the almost right to the room I was going to because I was going to meet somebody at their room, and they had a three bedroom grand villa. Oh, no. Lucy! If you one think... day. <laughs> My friend, who was, there was several of them sharing it, and they said, it, you could live there. It was unbelievable. Mm. It was beautiful. Two stories. Mm. Stunning. It was absolutely stunning. And I imagine that they're bigger than my house, which probably wouldn't take much. No, it's probably as big as my house, this, this uh, three-bedroom. But, yeah, it was mm. really nice. Really nice mm. fittings, just been refurbished. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I'm itching to go to Old Key West, but... My wife's not keen. She likes to walk to Disney Springs. Yeah. But yeah, it's really, I think those locations, and the great thing about it is, is every, everybody pushes to go to the ones on the monorail and stuff like that. That means there's more availability there. And we, as Brit, as DVC Brits, we need the lowest point mark we can get to stretch mm. our points because we need to be there for two weeks. You, if you go for a week, you're there. The jet lag's just recovered from the jet lag. Well, certainly at my age anyway recovered from the jet lag and, you, and you're thinking about getting packed back up to come home you mm. need two weeks minimum i think to go there you do. 
and then it's stretching the points. And if you've got a wife like mine who refuses to let me buy more points, oh. even, even though I took her to Wilderness Lodge on the last day, and she did love uh, that. Yeah. That is an absolutely stunning resort. Yes, Wilderness isn't Lodge. it? It's, it's mm. unbelievable, yeah. That's Beautiful. where we made made the decision to buy, was sitting in the um, the lobby of Wilderness Lodge. <sighs> it's my heart song. We had quite a lot of reservations that we weren't planning to do, but the organisation of this trip was incredibly well handled. And not by me, I can mm. tell you. Certainly that's my side my side of the DVC the DVC story for this this vacation was literally that that we did these free mm. resorts. And we to be honest, we uh, my friend that rented me the points, she was as good as gold, you know. So I have done it where I've rented through David's DVC points mm. before and that got cancelled. And that was a bit bit of a difficult situation to deal yeah. with. You can pay insurance, but I think the insurance was half the price of the actual three nights. Oh, it's ridiculous for rentals. I, before we were DVC members, I was looking into rent, renting things. And I, we would have, have had to do it without any kind of insurance, basically, because it, it did nearly double the cost to put insurance on it, which is understandable, though, because the DVC owner... You know, you could cancel less than 30 days before their points go in holding. They're not yeah. able to use it's them. Not, it, it's understandable. It's not meant to be used in that way, is it really? Mm, in all honesty, no. it, that's not what a system's set up for. So you have yeah. to, there's all, and you know, you're getting a really good deal on, I mean, when what you're getting room wise, you know, even going through David DVC rental, those three days in Animal Kingdom Lodge in a studio would still be more expensive than my four night at Surfside, which is understandable. You, you've got a Savannah mm. and it's and it's Disney. You've still only got a studio, which is basically a hotel room with a small a microwave and a toaster. You know, like little tiny wet bar. It, it is really expensive for that. But, mm. you know, it is what it is, isn't it? But, mm. yeah, I'd like to have enough points to do one bedrooms all the time. But uh, Yeah. Oh, no, we're studio people. No shame in that. Have you seen the price of Saratoga Springs points now? Or the price of any DVC points? Oh, well, let me tell you just quickly. I bought mine um, when we got our holiday cancelled um, at the start of the pandemic. I took the money from the cancelled holiday to buy our DVC contract. That's how, cause that's how I could do it. And it was $100 per point. And we got 150, so it was $15,000 for exchange rate and the fact that we cancelled a seven grand holiday. I'd already paid more than 50% of it off. And I, I think I'm like 700 pounds away from paying the whole thing off now. Brilliant. But it's gone since we bought it. The similar contracts are now going for $145 a point. <laughs> so we haven't even been yet. We've pretty much paid it off and we could get a 50% return on our investment without ever having gone. Even Incredible. if you factor in the fact that I've paid two years fees, which obviously you factor into the holidays, we would still make money if I sold it now. It's just bonkers. Ludicrous. That's, that's which is why I can't why. buy more points. I'll be honest well, with you. Be honest well, with you. At the start of this, this pandemic, I thought, right, okay, so the, the market's going to plummet. I'll be able to pick up some points at about $60 a point. That'd be great. I wasn't, because wow. I'm not worried about the, the investment because the investment was, was some I paid for out of an inheritance. So it was money I never mm. expected to have. Mm. And if it had a flop like that and it was going, they were going for $50, $60 a point, I would have bought another $160, $160 point. 
when they're going from what do you say 145 145 at saratoga springs and that's on the resale market on that's the not, reset on the retail not, it's not 185 direct, it? it's 185 direct um for saratoga springs because even when i bought our first contract i'm very nervy with with credit i prefer to pay for things up front yep. so i thought i'll i'll buy 150 and then i'll pay it off and then i'll buy another 75 well the thing is the price has gone up so much <laughs> that 75 that is nearly even... the same as the 150 i'm well, in the same boat i've stopped looking at saratoga springs i'm looking at polynesian now because i'm thinking blooming neck if you're gonna pay that much money you may as well you know what i mean pay that much money i would say just this you talk about polynesian what about Bay Lake Tower? Yes, because it's got quite low fees. Slightly low fees. And it's also got all the, it's got studios, one bedrooms, two bedrooms, and grand villas. Mm-hmm. And it's on the monorail loop, same as Polly. I mean, don't get me wrong, Polly's never going to lose your money. Do you know what? While we're on this conversation, though, I think the best thing at the moment would be Copper Creek, because you've still yeah. got 58 years on it. And because it's quite 58, new, 48. 40, did I say 58? So you haven't got the full 50, <laughs> but you've still got 48. Still got in, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so you've still got 48 years on it, and it, it's lower than all the, the, the resorts that have been sold out for years. The price keeps going up. And because it's new to the resale market, they can go for like 165 and something. $20 more than Saratoga Springs. And Which Saratoga's got 32, is it? 32 years on it Saratoga. It will be it? by now, yeah. It was yeah. 34 when we bought it, yeah. Well, I bought it two years before you and I paid $85. Oh, that's, <laughs> well, the, anyone listening who's thinking about buying, the best time to buy DVC was five years five ago. Years, yeah. <laughs> and the second best time is right now because these prices are just going to keep going up and they're going to release the Grand Floridian in, oh, this week, aren't they? Next yeah. week. They're yeah. releasing the Grand Floridian for sale. And the and chances I... of that being any less than 2.30 are slim to none, from what I can well, see. I've heard, I've heard figures as high as 300, which is absolutely I know. Crazy. I don't think they'd do that. Because would they? Would they do that? I don't know. They wouldn't know. sell any. I don't know. Wow, you say that. You they, say I don't that. think they can keep Riviera. It's, you know, with incentives, it's like $200 and then put another one at 300 I, I don't think it'll be sa- I don't think it'll be south of two thirty though. I think you're definitely looking two fifty. Oh, it's gonna make your eyes water. Buy it now. Buy on the resale market. Buy it now. Don't wait. Run, yeah. don't Con- walk. Contact B Thaxton. She'll love it. love it if you tell him my name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We had a nice little talking of that lady. We had a nice little meeting with B in the hangar bar one oh, afternoon. Oh, lovely. So. But get this, this this is a nice little story for you, Lucy. Right, okay. So we're in the hangar bar, having a little bit to eat and some drinks. And Bee's chatting away there. She's just come back from her daughter's in California. Now she's got a little granddaughter, so she's bubbling on about that. And that's and then she's, as a grandmother would be. And she said, oh, someone come up to me. She said, oh, you be Thaxton from the DVC shop. She said, yeah, yeah, oh, I've heard about you, blah, blah, blah. She's gone, yeah, I can't go anywhere without being recognised. I said, oh, yeah, nice, isn't it? And then literally, as, she, as the words came her mouth, someone went, are you Kevin Curtis Allen? Oh, wow. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, bless. I have to come clean. They actually recognised my wife, not me. 
Oh no. And it was some it's actually a friend of mine's next door neighbor of all things in the middle of Disney World. But yeah, so so I then I, I got chatting to her. Of course, this lady I didn't know who B was from Adam. And B was going I'm looking. I said, Well, I'll be, you know, when, when you're well known. <laughs> my one of my ten listeners here. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, so we, we had a little chat with B and apparently a, a few people, a few of our listeners have gone to her and bought DVC contracts. So that's we're, what we we're, like we're spreading to hear. the word. We're spreading the word. Both Americans as, as it happens, but you know, we're getting the word out there somehow. Moving the money. <laughs> yeah. So you've mentioned a few places just in passing for dining. Um, you mentioned you've been to it's been Canyon Cafe and you've been to the Hangar Bar. If we just talk about the two DVC resorts first, did you eat anywhere in Animal Kingdom Lodge? No, we didn't. We normally have a have breakfast in Boma because a friend of ours' daughter is a is a server in Boma. And oh, from the Isle of Wight, it's quite it's quite amusing because you, you're sitting there and she comes up. Sarah bless her she's got this, a little badger and it says the Isle of Wight on it which always makes me chuckle considering she's in Boma which is obviously it usually African says resort. Sierra Leone doesn't it yeah yeah something like that Senegal. that was a little strange because obviously the majority of the people in Animal Kingdom Lodge were Americans their staff and it was whoever they can get obviously you know because of Covid they can't bring them in from from Kenya and, and um, Zimbabwe or wherever they're getting them from in Africa where they would normally bring these people over. It's such a shame that we, we're not seeing those faces in there. But yeah, it was we didn't eat in there. I did go up and have a few drinks in the bar with my good friend Nick and his wife Barbie. So yeah, Nick Malio, he came over um, to Animal Kingdom. As he came over to Sanaa and had dinner and then met me in the bar afterwards, and we sat in that bar for Victoria Bar for three hours or so, I think. We did do a little bit of a, a Zoom meeting while we were in there, but it, it was so loud, obviously, they couldn't hear us. But um, yeah, I, that was really nice, that bar. It was even better because I didn't pick the check up, he did. So that was all right. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> and what about Saratoga Springs then? You were a fan of the Paddock Quick Service. The, yeah, the Paddock Quick Service is it's sort of like we, we have stayed in... The two times we stayed in the paddocks, we've stayed either side of that of that swimming pool. Mm. And, All we right. and we didn't realise until we were three days in last time that the paddock bar had the refillable mugs. Now we were on, we had actually paid for the dining plan that time. Mm. And we, we used to go to, to the main hall to um, Artist Palette to get our food, to get our refillable drinks, then get on the bus or whatever. But after a couple of days of doing that, we found out that the drink station was there and that they did quick service food from there. So it was just easier to get it from there and then just jump on the bus when yeah. when you wanted. So really, the size of the resort makes no difference to me because yeah. I'm not spending a great deal of time in, in the actual Saratoga reception area or that dining area or the gift shop. We go in there once, maybe twice yeah. during the holiday, and then we probably won't even visit it again. Yeah because we, we've got the location we've got a quick service right next to us at the pool bar the pool bar guys knew, knew me and literally i'd go for my coffee and he'd say to me do you want this do you want your your, your bacon sandwich we used to i used to get a bacon croissant most to tell you it's Ooh. not a croissant mate it's a it's a sandwich <laughs> and, and so he used to in the end he was going i used to walk past him and he'd say do you want your bacon sandwich yeah and he'd put that on i'd get me coffee sit by the pool and he'd come over with a little takeaway bag there you go, sir. 
Not oh, it's a butty where I'm from. Yeah. Bacon butty. So we did that so often that he got to recognise us. So, yeah. Mm. Like I say, we were right. I mean, you couldn't get any closer to the pool. It was br- brilliant. a brilliant location. So, yeah, we, we only... Was it there. noisy, though? What were the noise levels like if you were by the pool? Well, you see, I don't think the noise levels... We didn't hear anything. We heard nothing mm. from nobody. We didn't hear anything from anybody above us. We didn't hear anything from anybody running around outside. Mm. We didn't even hear anything from the car park. And we obviously... With way Saratoga set up, the cars are parked right behind your unit, behind whichever mm. room you're in. There were several really big pickup trucks, really mm. big American pickup trucks staying there at the time. And I never heard one of them move. You'd think you'd hear one of them move. Never heard a thing. Not mm. a thing. And again, I suppose the pool was, some days it was busy when it was warmer. And other days, of course, it was empty. Mm. You know, but that, that is the way It sounds like it was... Not pool weather when you were there. It wasn't pool weather when I was there. I mean, we did go, we did go to um, Typhoon Lagoon one day, and I never heard an accent that wasn't a British one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All there turning blue, going, "Come on, Deirdre, we're having fun." No well, it was quite, what. It was quite funny because we met up with this Geordie family there. Me and my son. He goes, it, "That's it, just like a, it's just like a what." Some of these, lad. What's wrong with you? Yeah. All these accents going off. You don't want a Geordie. Put big coat on. Yeah, coat. We don't need a coat. It's like summer's day. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh. it was in the seventies, but that's. I mean, they're all wrapped up in their little fleeces. Well, li- well, if they had to come in and save you, they'd probably drown themselves. They had so much on, mm-hmm. you know, lifeguards. But yeah, it was it was amusing. Literally, we had the wave pool to ourselves. We had. We didn't wait for any ride at all. The only thing stopping us to go on a ride was that I was so tired from walking up all those stairs. So. <sighs> Because we'd just go round, they'd wait, and they'd know us. Because we'd be the only, me and my son were the only two people they were seeing at one stage. Mm. And then, then this Geordie family sort of like joined in with us, and they were going around chatting to us and going up and down. And we would, we did all, every single ride. We were there three hours. We did every single ride, and we had something to eat and drink. And we, we were out there in three hours. That sounds awesome. It was really good, yeah. But it was warm so... enough. It was warm enough for it, but it wasn't like, not like Florida wet. Not like Florida hot, anyway. Yeah, well, we think it was warm enough. We yeah, British, we did. Yeah. yeah. No problem Because we've got gravy for blood, you know. Yeah, but so. they don't, they were, they were, only accent I heard was Scottish, yeah. North, Northerners, <laughs> and, and this one Southerner. That was about it. Well, those Canadians can be quite hardy if they need to be. Yeah, they might have been the old Canadian yeah. around. We didn't hear any Canadian <laughs> accents, really, when we were, we were down there. But yeah, it, it was amazing. It was all Brits in, in the pools because we did of use the pool as well a couple of times. But uh, my son, my son thought it was hilarious to just be there and really because we've been there in, in August and mm. you, you're fighting for a ring, let alone, mm. let alone, you know what I mean? Trying to get mm. on a ride. And really, they were all in the way. The rings were in the way because there were so many of them. Were the only people in the, in, in, in the pools or in the, wave pool or even in the little lazy river there was no one else in the lazy rivers so it was incredible to have the whole water park almost to yourself that sounds amazing temperature regardless that sounds amazing so i mean it was a long trip do you want to tell me any highlights what was what was really good and memorable right let's move on to something a little bit different i had a party while i was there for my birthday yeah, I, I turned 55 on the but 5th of February. you told us about this did it before. We booked 75 people at the French Pavilion for a fireworks party. Oh, 
Wow. Right. Now, now Mandy Ray needs to get credit for this and Tony Ann. They booked an arranger and it was also, it was Tony Ann's birthday last week. So she was celebrating her birthday at the same time. We were going to do this and it's 75 people is the minimum. That's the smallest party to have a private party you can Gosh. do for that for a fireworks event. And we're working out, we've got to get, it would work $90 a person. That's with a paid bar. So that's not with a free bar, that's a paid bar. Yeah. And that bar, I think there was a minimum $500 on the bar as well. So I said to the girls, like, you know, are we going to be able to sell enough ticket? And then we're not going to get stuck with a $500, you know, yeah. tab at the end of it. And they were worried about it. And, but Mandy Ray went, no, we do it, no problem. People pay that to go to a fireworks party normally. Why wouldn't you pay for it to go to a fireworks party with people you know? Mm. Now, I belong to this community called the Geek and on Walt Disney World, the Geeks, and there's two or three other podcasts that are involved as well. Mm. So we put it out on, on, on the social media and said, would anybody be interested in going? We sold the 75 tickets in five days. Oh, yay. Oh, that's lovely. And had a wait list after that. So, yeah, so that worked really well. Now, originally, I suggested going to the paddock's pool and ordering in public subs and having a bit of a pool party and just sitting yes. around one evening, all the evening of my birthday, just so it was something we could do, nice and cheap. No issue with having to buy a ticket for a park and having to pay $90 for a fireworks fire in there. So that's what I, I originally suggested. So we did that at French Quarter on the Friday. So we went to the pool on the Friday and they'd organised, it was actually a, an old cast member gets these buffets together and brings them in from public so public subs and it was like a, a huge buffet really yeah mm. yeah chicken strips and all sorts there we just put it down there anyone who wanted to come came so we had 30 35 people there so we did that the night before on the friday and i was uh, blown away with that then we had on the saturday of my birthday we had this fireworks party and that fireworks show i'm sorry david i don't agree with you it's fantastic i think it's a great but maybe I mean, maybe I'd had a couple of drinks. Maybe. You might I, have been in a good mood. I was looking through tinted glasses because I was with 75 of my closest friends. I'm not sure. Maybe that that did that did influence it a little bit. But I, I enjoyed the fireworks. I thought it was really good. But it is a lot different when you can sit down, you've got your own space, you've got a table, you've got other people to talk to that you know. You know, you're not worried about the person stood next year that's so close they're invading on your personal space so i think maybe i'm looking at it through rose tinted glasses mm. well i really enjoyed yeah. it it was a great party what and was the end, view like from france then because it's, it's, it's off center there's no doubt about yeah. that it's off center yeah but it's a good great little show i lo i mean you know we need to compare it to what are we watching here in the uk you know yeah it's uncomparable unfortunately we've also seen the old fireworks shows and we've, we've seen the, and they're trying, I think, to get away from using so many fireworks and stuff. I don't know. But yeah, I, I still think it's, it's a good show. Have you seen the drones they've got in Paris for the 30th? I haven't seen any of that. My, oh, my, my they've boss got a drone going. show. They've got well, a that drone comes, show. I say that, that comes it's... from originally from Disney Springs because they tried that, trialed that at Disney Springs, didn't Disney. they? Yeah. Oh. They had a, they had one drone, the, the, something was wrong in the software and he'd go off and you'd have like there'd be a pattern and there'd be just one drone just yes. a few feet <laughs> sort of mind of its own but yeah they tried that that at disney springs mm. a few years ago so that's probably where that has all come from 
Mm. Nothing it gets starts awkward, on the sixth of March. It launches in Design Paris. It's very exciting. Yes. Well, like I say, my boss is going there with her daughter, so hopefully I'll, I'll get up. I'll get some feedback from from her. I should do. I mean, I managed to get Goofy and Goofy and Mickey Mouse to send her a little um a little message bless jeff he did that for me so yeah yeah so yeah we enjoyed that that party was saturday night of my birthday and then on the sunday we went to hollywood studios it was sunday night oh we did oh we also did karaoke on my birthday oh i didn't get in until half past one that night oh you dirty stop out <laughs> you know that's half past six uk time don't you yeah well i, I mean it was oh, i was incredible evening but yeah so sunday we on this G3 that we've been doing, and G3 tends to be, it's called the Grand Geek and Gathering. It's really basically, it started because I was going to America in 2019, and they, a couple of people said, we'd come down and meet you. And then all of a sudden, all these people from the Geek and Walt Disney World community decided they'd come down at the same time. So we sort of made it into a meeting, sort of like mm-hmm. a meetup, and then other podcasts have come in. And I've suggested we need to make it more like a, an event now. Well, it's become yeah. an event. I mean, there was over a hundred of us there this time oh excellent you know and that's not counting some kids and hang on and other people that go what what are you going where <laughs> how did i end up here yes. yeah yeah <laughs> but we we whipped our post the big picture we had at epcot on the saturday and obviously i took them quality street and roses chocolates and jaffa cakes and jammy dodgers and stuff like that to share out after Do it, the... pudding. <laughs> yeah all these different things that, 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 that they look at me as if i'm mad but yeah, mm. we had a really good time with them on the sun on the Saturday. Normally we do Epcot on the Sunday, we did that on the Saturday. Then we did Hollywood Studios on the Sunday. And then and then at the end of the Saturday party, they got me and Tony out together and they stole. We know we're doing this VIP tour on Monday. Mm. Went, yeah. Yeah, well, we're paying for that for you for your birthday. Oh, that's lovely. So they raised the money to pay for four people to go on a VIP tour. Oh. and admittedly I will say this I recorded with David and I edited out the price of the VIP tour because I actually got it wrong the VIP tour we went on was the cheapest it ever is and it was $297 a person mm. which is really really cheap it break four figures at times mm-hmm. okay and that's per person you've got to book it for seven hours and it's up to 10 people per tour. How many people do you think we had? 30. But it's up to 10 people, or a minimum of 10 people? A maximum of 10 people okay. per, per per plaid, so per tour guide. All right, can put okay. more tours together. So right. we had three tours, three minibuses, 30 people, and a oh, wait lovely. list. Again, all organised by, by Mandy Ray, who absolutely sweated on it with the, those two things she organised. I think I'm supposed to have a nervous breakdown because Disney are not the easiest of people to work with. Mm. Not the easiest. But yeah, so she organised that. So we had this seven-hour tour. She was very clever the way she organised it. She said to the people, if we're going to do this VIP tour, we're not watching any shows. Mm. We're not having anything to eat. Bring a bottled water with you. We're going to do ride, ride, ride and go around the parks and do the highlights. We're not going to go and sit and watch a show for half an hour if we're paying all this money for a VIP access. Mm. We did Hollywood Studios, Rise of Resistance, and all the other rides we want to do. Straight, front of the line pass, in you went. 
we went up to the, the cast member at the front of the of of whatever ride and they'd say to you oh the plaid would go I've got a tour party and they'd say oh yeah how many and he'd go 30 and they go 30 mm. oh all the poor people in the they, queue they, they thought they meant 13 mm. a lot of the time yeah 30 okay so Did they not make you break it I presume that that's why they limited it to 10 because no. there's a queue full of people you know families no. on vacation there no no they just let all 30 people all in. 30 people oh, straight that's in. a bit of a shame isn't it all 30 people in front of oh. everyone yeah it was and like you know multiple all, rides. we all want on, on every single road we went on I, so bet, we did. I bet everyone else in the park hated you <laughs> Well, not just walking around the park. Mm. They literally had one plaid at the front, one plaid in the middle, and a plaid at the end. And they walked us through the crowds and separated the crowds. Even just doing that was was amazing. Mm. And then mm. they were, you know, and then they said, oh, um, hands up who likes Cheerios, hands up who like, I can't think of the other thing, but we had a choice. And they went off, they got 15 of each, came back and handed them out. We had those. Bottled water they were handing out. We had a bottle of water. Didn't really need it because it wasn't a warm, hot day, so it didn't really matter. When we got into the minibus at Hollywood Studios, straight to the back, we basically drove into Ratatouille is what we'd done. Mm. To the back, and we came out the side where Ratatouille is from a little hidden entrance, straight into Ratatouille, straight onto the ride in front of everybody again. Mm. Did Ratatouille, back on the bus, over to Magic Kingdom. And we, we were on, driving on the bus to Magic Kingdom. We said, look, we're... It might be a little bit tight for time. I don't know if we're going to be able to do Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Seven Dwarf Mine Train, Pirates, Jungle Cruise. But anyway, he was, he was listening for you. He said, is there, is there one you want to, want to drop? And it was like, everyone went, Space Mountain. We don't mind not doing Space Mountain. I'm quite happy not to do Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah. I, I said, look, I'll do Space Mountain and everybody else is going on it. But if I don't do it for the... And never again the rest of my life that I won't be crying about it because it's no. so rough. And yeah, <laughs> that's what my Hugh says as well. I've done rock and roller coaster that day already with my adopted sister Mandy Ray because I adopted her by this time. Mm. So she'd done rock and roller coaster with me. So to me, I'd rather do rock and roller coaster than Space Mountain. It's far better ride, I think. Space Mountain is just like somebody hitting me with a mallet. You know, mm. I can, you know, it. it it's really rough, isn't it? So we mm. didn't do Space Mountain. I wasn't worried about it. No one else seemed to be too upset about it. We did all the rest. And then that was like about 10 to 8 by the time we were getting off of Pirates. We walked from Pirates and tour guy said, oh, if any of you want to walk a mobile order food from Casey's, do it now. So I mobile ordered a veggie hot dog because I won't eat them hot dogs. Mm. So I'm not a vegetarian, but I no. <laughs> No, you know, so I ordered a, a vegetarian hot dog and and got to the VIP uh, viewing viewing position for the fireworks. They sat us down there. It pinged. I went and got the the food. We sat down. They handed out more water, more ice creams. When we'd eaten our food, they were handing out um, Mickey bars. And they said, "Thank you very much for the VIP tour. Here's your pin. Thanks again." And we just walked around thanking us. Of course, holding at the hand. <laughs> for the event yeah, tip, yeah. obviously yeah. which we, we tipped and we tipped them well because by that time I knew I wasn't paying for it. although I had I, I had every intention of paying for it and I had the money to pay for it I didn't have to so I was quite generous when I tipped then you just sit down and you watch the fireworks from smack bang in the, in the middle 
in front of the, of the castle. Oh, so we had a brilliant, brilliant, and you've got plenty of space in there because it's only the VIPs in there. Mm. So yeah, it was an incredible. And I think at three hundred dollars, if you say three hundred and fifty with a tip, I don't reckon that's expensive. Yeah, no, not at all for that. Not but, now that you've got to take into consideration things like Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes. If you had paid for, a, you know, and I said that. Plus, if you'd paid for all your Lightning Lanes for all those premier attractions you went on, that would have added up pretty steeply. Because you can add Lightning la- add Genie Plus to your ticket in the UK for about mm. £7 a day or something like that. I've heard of somewhere around that. It's, it's a, a value on what the Americans are paying. But mm. you're adding it to every single day. Mm. that's where it becomes an issue mm. right so it adds another 70 100 dollars say 100 pounds say to you i get always getting confused with dollars and pounds at the moment say 100 mm. pounds your ticket mm. we didn't need it no and the thing you needed it for were the attractions that you've got to pay for anyway if the separate ones yeah. yeah if i'd say anything i wouldn't do genie plus i would do i would perhaps pay for the lightning lanes mm. which is bad really because because you're paying for them they're gonna stay yeah but i never paid for any but i knew i had this vip tour coming up and yeah for full disclosure my son does qualify for daz so he had a daz mm. path so we managed to use the daz paths on the occasions when he wasn't in a grump and, and went back to the room on his own but mm. it's getting expensive if you're going to keep on paying for those rides I mean we managed to do uh, Rise of Resistance three times mm. during the vacation and and that was incredible but if you're paying for it so say you wanted to do it each day you were in Hollywood Studios say three or four times and it's $15 a pop most of the time four people yeah it's getting an expensive but old do isn't it? That's a $60 ride that you've got there. There's a $60 ride each that's day. That's £45 if it's UK money, you know, and you do that. Um, you did that 10 times, that's 450 That's another ticket. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So it, it's it's difficult, mm. but yeah, it's, it's an expensive old. Do, do you pay the thing for Genie Plus and just not do those, or do you just stand in the standby lane for them? I don't know. We'll have mm. to see how it shakes out. But yeah. those that that those two premier rides that they're charging for, they're the ones that prat give you the best bang for the buck, as in at least you're not waiting two two hours plus. Yeah. I yeah, it's it's something everyone has to sort of pre-plan now, isn't it? And budgeting. And I must say we've got a trip coming up. We haven't pre-planned it. We're thinking we'll see how we feel, we see what the queues are like. But I think they know that, and so that's where they get you because when you're hot and you're grumpy and you look at the queues, the temptation just to throw money at a situation is massive, My, isn't it? Mandy Ray yeah. says, $45 for convenience, $45 for convenience. And mm. she says, you know, that is that is the reality of it. They know they get you when when you're, like you say, in the park, you're hot, you're sweaty. Can I pay? Mm. You can pay. Here's, give us $45, you can do it. Because she mm. was using Genie Plus and she said it's not as good as fastball so basically they're giving you an inferior product and charging you for it yeah Why don't they just charge you for the product in the first place yeah this is this is the anger that's going around the um fan community at the moment isn't it but i think this is the future just it's, it's, i it. just yeah i mean i wouldn't 
bat an eyelid if they'd have, if it was still the same as Fast Pass Plus. Mm. But considering you can't book them that far in advance, you've got to wait to the day to book them. Mm. You know, I think it's a little bit. I don't think their systems can cope with it. Is a problem not 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 the availability of the rides. I think the problem is their 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 IT is so poor. But then Fastpass Plus was not perfect, but it was so much better than this system. I, I think having you're... to get up at seven a.m. on your holiday for the, the stress and the anxiety of knowing you have to set an alarm to get up at 7am to get the ride that you want that you've already paid for and doesn't sound like fun does it no it's not it's not ideal it's not an ideal situation but like you say unfortunately it is what it is at the moment and we just gotta roll with it until it it irons itself out because they will they will have to do something about it eventually one way or the other so i mm. think they come out with packages that that, that you can buy eventually i think that's where I think mm. they're going. A little bit like, you know, some of the theme parks do in the UK. Maybe buy it cheaper if you're gonna if you're willing to ride it at seven o'clock at night. Yeah. If you look Perhaps, at, yeah, off peak. Yeah, if you look at the um the theme parks in the UK, they do a uh is it Q you can buy the the Q Q. It's called Q something or whatever, isn't it? And it's one price first thing in the morning, another price after one o'clock in the afternoon, and another price after four PM. Yeah. So if you're willing to hang around, because what I was going back in the evenings and, and riding stuff, no, not really too much difficulty. And of course, mm. you're a DVC member now, so you've got those late opening hours a couple of times a week. Mm. Make use of those. Uh, certainly the ones at Magic Kingdom would be worth doing if you can get your kids to nap in the afternoon and then go back in the evenings. Mm. Right. we we're knocking up to 90 minutes now so is, is there yeah. anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up then the only thing i would say is there are two people sam and rebecca that organized some adrs now i didn't go on many of these adrs but they managed to book 75 people into ogres at one top on wow. 75 people for ogres we had at one stage if you can imagine ogres how big that is it's not very big yeah, so we we basically dominated ogres for for a, an hour or so on one particular wow. day, and they booked a Hana, and they booked but um, a couple of other big ones. We have had Olivia's booking. We had set, oh, they must have done ten or fifteen different bookings, and from sort of ten people up to sort of seventy five bookings, and they did such such an amazing job organising that. And they're not easy to get reservations, you know, the sort of thing. <laughs> I mean, you can't do that on the app. I presume they were working directly with Disney. I don't know how they did it. I really don't. I just wanted to mention them because I I thought they did a great job. A couple of Mm. uh, young girls that like just got on their phone there, got on the app, whatever they'd done. I don't know how they did it, but they managed to, and they're not, they're not paid travel agents or anything like that. They they managed to do some organisation for the G3, which was absolutely fantastic. And I just wanted to make sure I give Michelle out. But yeah, it can be done, I suppose, if you know what you're doing. So I can, mm. I can thank them before we let let go because I think I've used enough of your time up. And my stomach's saying that I'm, uh, even though I went out for fish and chips for my wife's birthday today. Oh, um, that sounds lovely! You see, you get seventy five people on a dessert party, and she gets fish and chips. How is that fair? I know she did. That's funny enough. That 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 came up once or twice. Did that once come or up, twice, Kevin? Lucy. That came up. Yeah. 
You might need to have a little word there. <laughs> She's been to a Disney park on her birthdays. Don't you never worry about that. Right, people, thanks for listening. I hope you hung on till the end there. And thanks, Lucy, for coming on. And hopefully, in the future, we'll be able to get you on more often. I hope so. It's been fun. I do like talking Disney. I've got a trip for my 40th at the end of May. You're never 40. I am. Well, no, (laughs) not. I'm 39. And I'm hanging on to that. We'll have you back definitely for, if we can't get you back for a pre-trip report, we'll definitely drag you back kicking and screaming for a... I will be back before then. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Kevin. Cheers, Lucy. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a review on your podcasting app of choice and subscribe. You can contact the show at bgt.dvc at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. At Twitter and Instagram, we are bgtdvc, again, all lowercase. On Facebook, we are Brit's Guide to Disney Vacation Club. If you're looking to buy resale DVC points or rent DVC points out, contact B Thaxton at shopdvc.com. If you want to book holiday to Florida, a Universal, Disney or any other destination, go to David's website, disney4brits.com. That's Disney, the number four, brits.com. All of these details will be in the show notes. This has been a Isle of Wight audio production. Hi again, David here. I wanted to tell you a little bit more about the ways that I can help you plan the best holiday ever. I own Disney for Brits, which is www.disney4brits.com. If you go onto that website, you'll see a number of things. We've got a shop where we're selling lots and lots of products, including my Disney Florida travel planning book, My Magical Disney Planner. There's also a number of other items that you can buy because I know lots of people that go to Florida love things from there and I bring them back and sell them. Also on there, you'll get access to my YouTube channel, which again is called Disney for Brits. And if you go on there, there's lots and lots of helpful advice and ideas on how to maximize your time, how things in America are different to they are in the UK and how you can just have a great holiday. I don't do news. I just do hints and tips and ideas. The final part on there is my travel agency, D4B Travel. D4B Travel specializes in Disney and Universal and Florida holidays, and you can contact me for anything to help you make your travel better. Alongside those, I also do cruises and can do pretty much everything you need for an amazing couples or family holiday, whether you're at the value end or at the deluxe end of the spectrum. Get in touch with me at david at disneyforbrits.com and I'll help you with anything you need with any of those items. If you want some advice and some guidance and you want to book your own holiday, by all means, go and do that. If you want to work with a qualified and proven travel agent that just doesn't know Disney, but pretty much is Disney, then I'm the person to help you. So go to www.disneyforbrits.com and see everything I offer. One final new item, I've just opened a shop on Facebook called My Florida Shopper. 
So search My Florida Shopper on Facebook and buy all the products and quality things you miss from Orlando and America at the very best prices.